take a sweet. Mm, it's almost that time. Take yeah, man, the Swig Podcast, man. Yeah, we gotta tune in. Man, let me grab this beer right quick, man. Yeah, let me get my drink ready. Yeah, yeah. Man, you know, man, they be talking about all types of stuff on the man, the loggers, the man. There's some beers I ain't never even heard of on there. We about to learn about them, though, too. What's up, world? It's your boy, the Bearded Brother. And Shani Hadia, the Marvelous Gift in the building. What's up, good people? <laughs> Hope you've been having a good week, had a good weekend, all that good stuff. Yeah, man, we, um, I know I had one. My my little brother and sister-in-law came in town. Um, I got my niece out the house to come kick it. I took them to uh, Crazy Gnome to try my beer. So that was a I fun experience. Need to get out there to try that. Yeah, man, you so got to give it a detour after <laughs> this recording. <laughs> yeah, and they got that pecan pie stout, which was really tasty. Um, I think I'm gonna bring the the crowns and hops to the brewery to have like a side by side tasting Ooh, with them to yeah to see how that um, see how they pair against each other. I I gotta check to see if the crowns and hops has lactose. You know, we talked about it before. Like, we right. don't think they do, but um, it, there's, you know, if the if Crowns and Hops doesn't have lactose, I'm definitely giving it the Crowns and Hops because I mean, if you can uh, brew a beer that tastes that that's that tasty, make it a dessert beer, make it a dessert beer, and and it's not overly sweet. Neither one of them is overly sweet, but if they can knock that out without lactose, I'm definitely giving them the crown. But um. That's not to take away from crazy gnomes, cause that pie, uh, uh, damn, oh, pie the knot is what it's called. Yes, yeah, I saw that. On pie the knot. The bartender, she's getting married this month, so um, she wanted a collab beer. Uh, oh, that's uh, gonna uh, be her bartender beer at the series. Wedding? I don't. Uh, probably. She probably gonna have some at the wedding. She probably gonna have some. At I might the have wedding. to crash that. No, yeah, sure. yeah. Send us an invite, girl. Let's, long as you socially distance that wedding, you know. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I was going to go uh, to Bearded Iris for their release, um, their anniversary. But A, I forgot. Really, I forgot it was their an- their anniversary. I was just going to go because they made the announcement that the tap rooms open. And y'all know I love me some IPAs. So I was like, shit, Bearded Iris tap room open. Go. You know, <laughs> like they <laughs> this official, like a referee with a whistle. I'm ready to go. But I'm going to probably hit them during the week. And that way... Um, it's a less people. Exactly. I was already rolling with six, which was enough. I mean, six of us all together, that was enough. And then having um, if if it was crowded, like you know, because it was and their anniversary weekend, yeah, that was too much. That would have been too much for me. Right. <laughs> uh, yeah, I was not part of that uh, group of six because <laughs> I was taking my Doberman puppy out into public for the first time he got vaccinated so he could be around other dogs and all that good stuff and he did well enough for a puppy we went to new heights (laughs) and he was cool like he got to another dog uh there was another dog there you know how you are with your best friend in class you just cutting up the whole time that's exactly what it was (laughs) like they were just acting acting a fool with each other but weren't really bothering anybody he did really well um of course had great beer at new heights um, they have a golden stout there that's so what is, what is this golden stout that that sounds very interesting like it's intriguing it is it like a have you had the cream stout have you had a cream stout before yeah. is it kind of that no it's not as like 
filling as one of those, but okay. like it still drinks and pours like a stout. It's just golden, <laughs> and it still has the same adjectives like cinnamon and you a know, couple other things in it. It does it okay? Did it have any coffee notes? It did because like, they really knocked out that coffee and cream ale. And when you think coffee, of course, like you, they're getting this, this, these coffee notes and it's very, I mean, it's a golden beer. It's yeah. not, you know, it's not dark. So the, the coffee and cream aspect is. It wasn't coffee. as strong as their coffee and cream. Okay. It had a couple other things like cinnamon and stuff like that. I did some more cinnamon than coffee. The coffee was more of like a. Okay. Here's a little just on the back end for you. Okay. But I was, I tasted more of the cinnamon and stuff like that. It was really good. And then after that. I did go to Beard Eyes because I was able to order their anniversary release. Um, and so, like, they had a really cool experience where it was like a virtual waiting room. And then you get be able to, like, walk into this virtual store. And you only have five minutes to really make your choice and check out. Or they'll put it back, repopulate it back into their <laughs> uh, website, which I think should be a thing because I know people will probably just put it in their cart and leave just so they definitely have it. I think that's a good way to combat that. So I I thought it was a really cool concept so I hope it's a thing that keeps going. But enough talking about the Beard Eyes anniversary. We got two of them right here but we don't know which one to start. So how do we choose? So we got the rhyme and the reason. They released the East Coast versus West Coast beer. And um, we were like, well, you know, which one to start with? I kind of have an idea of which one I want to drink. Yes. because I have a different idea. I already know. She's I'm going a West, West Coast. Coast. <laughs> I'm going East Coast. So we probably couldn't come up with that, you know, together. So I got a dime. We're Just gonna, top of the line. We're gonna. You face waist with Vic behind? No? Oh, no. no. Like the coin, my bad. No, Sorry. the coin. <laughs> my bad. <laughs> we're gonna, so we're going to flip the coin and see where we're, where, you know, where we land. And so um, I say heads is rhyme, tails is reason. Gotcha. All right. Nice flip. We got a nice flip there. Heads is rhyme, tails yeah. is reason. It's heads. So we're starting off with the rhyme. Which is West Coast. Now, whether West Coast is the best coast or East is the beast, we start off. This is going to be fun. And it's really going to be based off of Bearded Iris's beer. Yes. Because if, if I like the, uh, the West Coast... I mean, the East Coast better. I'm blaming it on beard, it being bearded iris. And... <laughs> they purposely brew the East one better. <laughs> yeah. They turn that a little bit. Oh, yeah. You're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so we pouring it up. What's the clarity on that? Might have to give you a little more. Oh. It's got some, got some haze to it. Nice color, though. It's like a nice straw color, so... So, for, Ooh, my, for my West Coast... very beachy. I do enjoy when they are... When I can kind of see through them. You know, I don't want them hazy. Okay, I'm getting West. All right, so there's Simcoe, Citra. Does not drink West Coast, though. Simcoe, Citra, Syrah, uh, Cryo. I don't know what the fuck Syrah was. But Citra, Cryo, <laughs> and Strata. And uh, let me take my sip. It doesn't drink like uh, West Coast. It's not like sharp. doesn't have a sharpness to it like I would... 
It has a little expect. bit of a bite, but it definitely has that bearded iris um, touch to it. Touch. It's a West Coast bearded iris. It's not because it, like I'm not getting dank. Um, I'm not mm-hmm. getting you know resiny or anything. It's still floral. Yeah. Very I mean, West, and, and West Coast can definitely uh, be that, but I, I look for a little bit of more of a bite yeah. when I when I drink a West Coast IPA. And I noticed there's a couple other breweries on there, so Bearded Iris didn't make this alone. Oh, yeah. So the whole thing is a seven-brewery uh, seven collab. I want to know how you pulled that off. Uh, well, you know, usually they 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 definitely collab a lot. They they're down to do the collab, and yeah, I would like to hear seven. more about. Yeah, it's like what what is the when four breweries go in on a beer? What is that process? What comes of that? You know what I'm saying? Who does like, what? Yeah, the, like, I, I feel like they were all sitting around and they just came the homies came together and was like, let's talk about the goddamn. Let, let's just talk about a beer. What would you put in a beer? Man, I would goddamn do this. And they just drinking. Uh, sandwiches. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so on the rhyme, which we're drinking again, the West Coast IPA, we have Highland Park Brewery, uh, Green Cheek Beer Co. And then there's this TM. I don't know what the TM. Modern Times. Oh, maybe Modern Times. Okay. Modern Times Beer. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so it's MT. <laughs> the other ones had the actual name on it. Um But yeah, that you know, it's not like it's not a bad beer. It's just I as probably not what I would stamp as a West Coast IPA. Yeah, I'm just looking at the description of it. It's uh Simcoe Citra Strata and Citra Cryo into a lyrical dynamo of lemon meringue. Meringue pie, fluffy dole whip, and just scoop melon ball. So now that I'm like, okay, melon ball, that makes sense. I was like, okay, that's where like the subtle fruitiness comes from. And kind of like, I think that melon ball a little bit takes away from that West Coast bite a little bit. That's why it doesn't drink like one. Yeah. Like a West Coast to me. But uh, usually when I see West Coast, I see a lot of strata, a lot of citra. Uh, I feel like those are the two leading ladies. In the Simcoe, Simcoe is very Simcoe well. is very West Coast, and that's why I really enjoy Simcoe. Um, that's good. The, yeah, I mean it's definitely good. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> Let me see. Let me just take another sip and indulge in that a little bit. Now that you give, now that you've given me the um, the flavor profile, they were going to like I, I get pineapple. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I like the, they said Dole Whip. Yeah, I feel like I don't know Dole for me is definitely pineapples though they make other things, but that's what I think about as well. So it still has a little. F- I, I like the word fluffy. <laughs> it I like uh, it still it's has a little a little fluffiness to it. It has um I probably need to figure out what the another term like a more technical term for well, it. That could be the lemon meringue pie kind of because you know those are. Oh, that's a fluffy pie. It is. Dessert. Yeah. Okay. I just I did like a little swallow on the back end, and I got like <laughs> a little lemon. I wasn't. I got pineapple more than lemon for me. Yeah. So it was like a lemon zest almost. Yeah. Huh, okay. So we're gonna we'll we're gonna go to the reason in a second here, but while we're waiting for uh, ourselves to finish the rhyme. 
Um, so Good Beer Hunting, they dropped a, a article yeah. recently in the last couple days, and it was called Show the Receipts. It was this article. So they sent um, they sent out a a survey to fifty one breweries, one in each state plus DC, which DC should be a state, but that's neither here nor there. Right. Um, Another episode. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they sent out fifty one surveys, and of those fifty one, twenty three responded. Yeah. I one question I have is why fifty one? Why just one in each state? Right. Like we did have the list of breweries. Shit, send it to everyone because I feel like everybody needs to show the receipt. But they had probably had some kind of concept behind it. Um, I'm not really right. You know, I'm it's not be really something different. With yeah, that. I'm not pressing them on that. But uh, that was just one of my thoughts there. But um, the twenty three responded. And of those 23, 21 of them were donating 100% of the profits. And then the other two were donating 10%. Mm, mm-hmm. And I'm trying, okay, I'm trying to give them a little bit of a benefit of a doubt because it was a pandemic. Pandemic, what size of brewery were you? Were you a nano or were you a larger brewery? Does the size matter? Hmm. <laughs> right on next week. Right? <laughs> I'm Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> but does the size matter for the percentage? Like, why would a size? Why would this? this it's, I'm childish. It's making me. We're giggle. talking about the bird. We're like, it, I'm trying to get keep it together. <laughs> right. Every time I said the size matter, I want to giggle. Like I'm so it's such a kid. But. <laughs> but, but why would the size matter on how much that not not dollar amount percentage amount so i'm not getting a $300 donation versus a you know a $3000 donation i i'm not really getting into that if 300 was 100% of your of your sales then that was 100% of your sales but why would some of these breweries only do 10% and and I feel like that, like ten percent is very low. It is. It's you ain't like, even go twenty. That's, that's tithing. <laughs> yeah. You ain't even go twenty. Like twenty percent is like I'm making a real effort here. Right. I think in size in that term, it's just like maybe you don't have the highest of sales because, like you said, it is a pandemic, so people might not be coming to you as you as often as they usually would because it's like I don't want to go out and about because I'm scared of getting sick blah, so, blah. so are you saying like on that, a nano brewery they might actually have needed that 90% of that money for that beer to keep them open yeah. but the Black is Beautiful is something that they will get to. eyes on them and get feet in the door mm-hmm. so it granted like I hope the main goal was to support black people but like I wouldn't be surprised if that was like another top goal right behind that is like we got to make sure we can keep our doors open. I I mean, that that part I do understand if that is your reasoning, I I will like I'll sleep better at night on that. But I kind of need to know that that was the case because um, 
don't know. It just sounds like, you know, you, you wanted to, I, let me just try to go from a positive perspective. Let me just, you know what? I'm going to just change. I'm going to just go from a positive perspective. You really wanted to be a part of this, but you're, you were struggling. Mm-hmm. And so you couldn't give up a hundred percent of your sales and you did the best that you could. And I'm going to give you the benefit of the doubt, especially because I don't know who the two breweries are that right. was given 10% who responded. I was like, I don't know their story. I don't know their profile at all. So I don't be like, you do, like, you just blah, blah, blah. Yeah, but, but like, if you I could find out their name right, and I go and you're paid and, and you look like your sales are doing well, right. I'm going to have and some you issues. You run the you. city when it comes to the craft beer game. I'm going to have a beef with, you, beef with you. But if you just like off in the cut, like... Been struggling ever since you opened trying to get a piece of the craft brewery scene in mm-hmm. your city. And then you're like, okay, this can get more eyes, but like we can't comparably do what we want to do with the biggest brewery in the city because we only this, they're now, this. And, but here's the thing it's like, I, I am not your size. <laughs> <laughs> your size doesn't matter. It's your efforts. <laughs> it's not the motion. Well, this is not the size of the boat. It's the motion of the no, ocean, right? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I don't care if you don't, if you did not, it, it, like, if you made a decent beer, you tried your best, you got a mule part of this, and you sold as much as you could. And however much you made off that beer, you donated. You did just as much as a brewery who don't who a bigger brewery mm-hmm. who had more reach who did fifteen thousand dollars versus your five hundred dollars. You know what I'm saying? You did the same amount. You did the same thing. That brewery just had more reach. They were able to allocate more dollars to gotcha. the process. That does not negate any smaller breweries. So the only thing I can take is the pandemic hurt us, but we wanted to be a part of this movement because we believe in this movement. Mm-hmm. But I would like to see, and this is really for everybody, so it's not even for the 10%. It's like, yeah, I'm donating this money, and this is all I got to donate because, hell, I only got so much to donate myself. So this is all I got to donate. But here is what I'm doing to to continue this conversation, to continue these efforts. I also offer this brewery my um, tap room on, you know, once a month on Tuesdays for the year. Right. You know, to, to host a community meeting or, you know, and they'll get X amount off of this, some shit like that, you know. Yeah, it's been the question we've been asking. I was like, okay, you only did 10%. Okay, what what's next for you? I think that's... That brings that that question comes back again. It's like, well, yeah. It's like, okay, you only did ten percent, so I'm expecting you to do. What else are you doing? I but I hold. Here's the thing. I hold the hundred percent as the same at the same level. That's true. Now the ten percent, I'm I'm looking at you a little cockeyed because you just did ten percent. So I'm really expecting you to have a and. Yeah, with there a lengthy and yeah, you know and maybe like, an and after that lengthy first lengthy and yeah to really express why you did ten percent now you know what I want to give the credit there was there was a the brewery that did ten percent at least one of them they did the ten percent and then they brewed another beer like a collab beer and they donated a hundred percent of those profits yeah it was so like to two or three other organizations as I think about my Midwest road trip. 
And I think about the, the climate of the area, the social climate. Some of these breweries um, weren't selling that much. I still don't, this does not say that whole, you know, oh, you just need to give 10%. But I know your Black and black is Beautiful would not have sold as much. Right. If you in a racist-ass area, you not racist, so you doing, I'm going to do this Black, you know, Black is Beautiful but your customership, like overall, they are. Trash. Uh, yeah, yeah, they trash. You <laughs> know, call it is, right? You know, you're not about to let them call niggas out in the in the. You know, you a nigga? Nah, we're not doing that in my bro. I'm kicking you out. <laughs> but if you keep your goddamn mouth shut, and I know you don't like black people, but they ain't got nothing to do with me in this business. You can come in here. You know, you know your community, That's right? It. You know, so you might not have sold as much on the black is black is beautiful. I still don't get that 10%. I don't, I still am, uh, pandemic, the only explanation for that. But I appreciate them brewing another beer. And the name Black is Beautiful is, is triggering to racist white folks for whatever fucking reason. Right. <laughs> but y'all know we are beautiful. Y'all be looking at us. You be watching that black porn. Black people right. are beautiful. <laughs> Listen to our music. You just don't. You just don't want to give us the credit we deserve. But you be. You be admiring. You be looking. You be looking. You. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but yeah. So you know where you be clicking. The the black is beautiful is triggering for people. So them to brew another beer that was not black is beautiful. But mm-hmm. all of the proceeds go to a black organization. I'm okay with the cloak and dagger. Right. Like, <laughs> I, and now I wonder. I'm like, I kind of want to see the sales. Of the blackest people in the other beer. I'm glad you said that. I'm gonna ask this question: Should should Weather Souls have asked for um, data? Should they have asked for receipts? Hold on, that. Okay. I am cracking this uh, reason now. Um. Oh, let's also just talk about. The West Coast was 8%. This East Coast joint is 9.1%. We had a pre-meeting and we had a couple beers. One of them joints was 10%. Yes. That was that triple home style. And I don't know what the... I don't even remember the other beer that we had. It's the Bishop uh, from Black Calder Brewery. It was from, yeah. That was double dry hot with uh, Citra? Yes. That's what it was. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That um that, that was black owned. And I mean, we always here for representing the black owned. We're was, here for representation. <laughs> I want, I got the presidents to represent me. Um, The, so this one has, ooh, I, ooh. I have the Rwaka, Rwaka, R I W A K. I gotta do the Wakanda a. sign for that. Yeah, Rwaka, like that's, hold up a That's fist. what you get from Wakanda, right there. That's a Wakandan hop. Yeah, I'm gonna have to look that one up. I want to know a little bit more about Rwaka and Mosaic and Nelson. Mm-hmm. I have never heard of Rwaka. Me neither. I, I saw the Nelson. I was like, oh, it's gonna be like kind of a wine. Yeah, that that it's white white wine. So this has me <laughs> the emotional complexity. 
from Southern Grits that we were drinking last week. Mm -hmm. I just found out I have another one in the fridge. I'm excited about that. (laughs) (laughs) And so uh, that Nelson has me thinking about thinking about that one. So what is the what's the profile? What what do we? It reasons precisely crafted. Walker Nelson Mosaic Incognito and Mosaic Cryo Agenda checks off focus notes of candied lime, passion fruit, sorbet, interesting, sweet orange cream, and wait, there's more. And it just talks about all the proceeds going to the Michael James Jackson Foundation, funding education and career advancements for black, indigenous, and people of color in the brewing and distilling industries. Okay, bearded iris, y'all listening to the podcast, okay. honestly. Okay, bearded iris, I was I've been messaging back and forth, trying to work on some ideas coming up coming up soon, and they mentioned that, so I think this is part nice. of that release. So that's perfect. I that's another reason why I like bearded iris. They are always doing something for a reason. Like I just think. That, like, for them, it's just, like, a beautiful thing in a beautiful way they execute their beer releases. It's always something attached to it that's for the community. Rewaka Hops includes powerfully fueled tropical passion fruit with grapefruit and citrus characters. That's the passion fruit sorbet situation. Y'all, I'm giving it... Let's I'm giving it. it to the East Coast on this one. And and what they made, yeah, I my first sip, I just had to like look to the side. I was like, okay, this shit it's is good. amazing. It's light, but it gives you like that IPA feel. It's like, oh, here's the bitterness, but it's not like the main character. That bitterness, I don't I don't get really any bitterness. I mean, I get the standard. I I let me not say any. It's not overpowering. Yeah. Th- it's th- not the it's, main character. It's definitely not prevalent in this beer. It's very smooth. Though That Nelson Hobbs comes through, um, I think, and like takes that edge off. I feel like that might be mm-hmm. one of the things that, that's doing it. It's very, like, it has a whininess to it, for sure. Um, this could be, like, a very good profile for, like, a light Sauvignon Blanc or something, right? Like that orange, little orangey, little passion fruities. Yeah. But maybe even sparkling. Like a sparkling white wine or something like that. So, nah, I think that's why I appreciate most about it. It's just not overpowering. It's very smooth, light, and easy to drink, even at 9.1%, which probably puts it in the dangerous zone. Because you can dr- knock a couple of these back and it'll sneak up this on will, you. This will fuck you up. Yes. So please drink this slowly. (laughs) We want to give you this warning now on the swig so you don't get got later. Listen, you can swig the hell out of this one. Mm -hmm. I am right now. Yeah. So the West West Coast Coast joint, that was good. It had had more of that hot burn. Mm -hmm. And I... It's not my style of West Coast IPA. That when I say I like a West Coast IPA, I'm looking for dank, resiny, you know, crisp. That's another thing that I like with them. It's almost crisp. a crunchiness to it. <laughs> Damn near. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so that one, it was just, it really, it really gave me a little bit of East Coast, West Coast combo. That's mm-hmm. with the the rhyme. 
this not even an overly juicy uh, mm-hmm. East Coast. They they operating for me like in the middle of those profiles, or really on the close. They're closer to each other than there are they are further apart. Like yeah. they're close. You know what I'm saying? They really like they meet in the Midwest. Fluffy, super fluffy. Yeah, yeah. Both it's both of them a like creamier and fluffier to me. Both of them meeting in like St. Louis. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> Kansas City. They were like, yeah, they were in Kansas City. Hanging out with uh, Mahomes and all. <laughs> they pulled up. They were, they were like, oh yeah, I'm from the East Coast and I moved. And I'm, Coast, but I don't want to go to either one coast. So I'm going St. to Louis? I'm going to Kansas City for the weekend. Like me too. <laughs> me too. Cool. <laughs> like IPA. IPA, you know what I'm saying? They, <laughs> they got the IPA nod, like black people got the nod. When you're like, I don't know you, but we're in a place where yeah. we don't dominate. We're here, eye to eye. But this, this, listen, this East Coast joint, this reason, Man, that's good. That is, that is good. Reason, <laughs> reason one of this rap battle. Yeah, I was, I was really hoping for rhyme too. I was like, oh, come through on the rhyme, but. If you take if you take Bearded Iris's um if you take their you know their their standard uh I don't know television the, or the home style. Well if you the way they make the IPAs, they really have they make them more East Coastish. Yeah. So I I, I, I I don't look for Bearded Iris to make me a West Coast IPA. This is a challenge to you. Uh, bearded iris calling you out yeah to make a danker one that would be you know a request but yeah and shout out to burial beer other half and creature comforts for joining in on reasons uh on this collab with uh bearded iris because y'all did y'all thing on this one y'all y'all killed it with this one (laughs) and i don't Drink iPads like that. So you hear it from me, a stout drinker, a porter drinker, and I'm saying this is this is hidden. It's hidden. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. That was okay. Um, this makes me want to send it to some folks. Yeah. And and I might put it out there. Like, listen. Well, I, let me f- see if I could order rhymes of re- rhyme and reasons. I feel like it might be sold out because of the anniversary. Yeah, you might be able to get a crowd because I know they're gonna have it on tap. Mm, I think I'm gonna bring somebody. I'm like, who wanna go try a rhyme and reason with me? Um, and I'm just gonna order reason. Right. <laughs> like, like, already, you get rhyme, I get reason. We I've, I've already had both of them. I'm gonna just get the reason. But I wanna send it to some folks and really have them, you know, determine like rhyme or reason. Which one which one you rocking with? I right. wanna see what more people Biggie um, Tupac, what's going on? Yeah, <laughs> it's like who you who you repping? So um oh so, uh, Crowns and Hops. We was mentioning Crowns and Hops earlier. They had uh they hosted a live. Well, yeah, they hosted it, and uh, Bmont of uh the Black Beer Travelers, he moderated it, and it was a panel of just some influential black brewery owners and um beer businesses i'm gonna say that because uh 
ATL Beer Boutique, Jen Price. Hey, Jen. Uh, she was <laughs> she uh, she was on there as well, but it that was a refreshing conversation. That was awesome, and it was I mean, just to hear black folks talk about beer. You know, anytime I have a circle of people, like when I get when we when the Nashville folks get together and we're just trying beer and talking beer, it's very refreshing because I get the nerd out. Yes, that's the best part. And, but I get a nerd out with my people. You know what I'm saying? Shit, I'm not not really used to. And so that was a um. That was a that was a good conversation. It they was. just touched on something. They they touched on some things. You had a, a favorite part of yours. Yeah, probably one of my favorite parts is um, I forget her name from Harlem Hops. She was mentioning that like we needed. To create our own community and strengthen our own craft beer community and have an ecosystem that's going to be beneficial to us in every level. And I completely agree with that because we, that's something we need. Um, any parts of craft beer that's beyond black people is not for us, whether that's intentional or accidental. Mm hmm. It's not for us, and we don't fit in perfectly with that narrative. But if we have something like that for black people in craft beer, it'll be easier to guide people in that world and be like, okay, this is where you need to go. And I just love that. So when we come and want to do a collaboration with a brewery, non-black brewery, we have kind of portfolio to present and like if this is what you want from us this is what we need oh you can't give us what you need cool i'm gonna go back to the ecosystem that's there i know i can be successful i know i can be making a bigger impact and then if you want to come to us you have to come correct and i loved that part of that conversation because that's what we we needed and i've noticed it's easy then it's not as easy to pull certain people and be like, look, we worked with the Swig Podcast. We work with them. We're for black people. It's like, no, you're not. <laughs> you're not. Because you didn't get into the ecosystem and work with everybody within that ecosystem. You just picked certain people that were kind of just, I don't want to say left straight, just out there. And you're just like, okay, we can get them, get them. That's going to fill our quota. So I, we, we're going to have a, a deeper conversation on this because, um, I'm I'm really intrigued by this ecosystem conversation and what that can look like for black people. Um, for me, I, I think about uh, I think about the conversations that people have outside of beer, where they talk about um, they talk about black people creating their own community, right. And they compare it to, you know, Asians created their own community. Hispanics created their own community. And the the difference I see in that, those people came here by choice. Mm-hmm. And it was, and it's easier. Again, this is a larger conversation. So just, I'm giving you a piece of Work my thoughts. <laughs> yeah, I'm giving you a piece of my thoughts. So when these people they they came here more by choice and or need and they were able to plug into their community. 
black people overall we are america you know what i'm saying like those same the same white folks that was here when you know they pillaged and plundered but and they brought black people here we were a part of so we are uh, america we're right all the foundation so we didn't come here to create you know they a lot of black people want us to create this ecosystem separate Mm-hmm. And I'm not I'm not opposed to this, so please do not take my comments as me opposed to it. But I I, I just see our more of our struggle. Um, mm-hmm. So you're comparing us to people who came here willfully, to people who have been here. Our ecosystem is America, right? We should be quote unquote should be mixing and mingling with uh, Americans again, quote unquote, right? Um. And at that point, so we like black and white shouldn't be the thing. You know what I'm saying? Like we're Americans, right? Right. And so when you say uh, compare us to Asians or Hispanics, like, but and we're Americans. So if I'm looking for Americans, is black people, is white people. I mean, of course, there's other people who are Americans, but I'm talking just like foundation, you know, started the you know, founding fathers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I. I I want to see what that ecosystem can be, mm-hmm. but anytime we have that conversation, it's like y'all, we are a we are married. Like you I know what I'm saying? Hundred percent get what you're saying. I think it's for me. I don't want black people to have to hinge our success on what white people are going to do in in, in in any industry. Right. That's where I'm coming from. Now, That's why I appreciate that comment. Yeah. Now history has made it where we absolutely have to figure out a way. To support ourselves and create our own ecosystem. But that's the frustrating part when I'm like, well, why aren't they doing, you know, they did it and they did it. It's like, y'all, we shouldn't have to do it. Right. We shouldn't, like, yeah, they they more or less have to do it because they came in. And so they have to, either they're going to assimilate or they're going to create their own. Assimilate or create. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, but we created, <laughs> we created America. But y'all want and us y'all to want assimilate. To, yeah, it's create and assimilate versus like assimilate or create. I think that's the difference. I'm I'm getting intoxicated, so that was very confusing. But it's like, but you don't have you, to go. No, for the people of the world, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they might have understood it. I'm just saying that I got a little confused. Say it again. But, but for like, I feel like for black people, we were forced to create. We were forgotten, and then we have to assimilate. Versus like people coming willfully is like you have the choice of either creating or assimilating. Okay, yeah, that's why I okay. was coming from. It's like we created it wasn't America, <laughs> it was but me. I'm just saying like I'm going into my like I guess my stepping on my soapbox is like we were forced to create America, but yet even though we created it, you made rules for something we created that we have to assimilate to. Yeah. How does that work? Yeah. <laughs> like everything y'all have is because of us. Yeah. Like so, we didn't have to like do. Like, and that's why we got to change. We got to, we that's do. That's a nice subject. Uh, I can't, I don't want to articulate that wrong. So. We do have to come in and we have to now create a space for ourselves, but it's very frustrating because we should not have to create a separate space for ourselves. Exactly. That's really what it boils down to for me. And I and I don't like when black people compare our communities because and and blame it on us for not 
creating this thing. And it's like, we shouldn't have to create this because we, we, are, are we are, we've already created it. We you are it. it. Yeah. <laughs> like, whatever it you're talking about, like, we are you it. You know we created it because we fucking, this, you know, so. It's like, even like with beer. Starts in Mesopotamia, Egypt. Started in Africa. But yet, it gets, Europe gets the, the credit. The, mm-hmm. I was like, so did gentrification start back then? But that's a whole nother conversation. Whole nother conversation. <laughs> whole nother conversation. So I'm we're gonna I'm gonna take it to a whole nother Well, you know what? We got one more beer to try. You finished? Yeah. I got a sip. Mm, it's probably two sips, but this one is a bougie s'more stout. What I thought I was grabbing, I did not grab. I'm not mad at it, though, because you know I'm a stout drinker. So yeah, I'm was, never gonna be mad at the stout. The funny thing is, <laughs> I was I was like, I don't think we um we tried a stout. I was like, damn, we don't have no stout in the lineup or any other beer. <laughs> That's funny. Um, but I, so I happened to bring one in. I thought I was gonna have us trying a black IPA. And um, the reason for I want us to try the black IPA is because we are going to brew a black IPA for our uh, anniversary. We're coming up on one year in April. So there'll definitely be more details for that. Um, But it's going to part of it is coming soon. Yeah, it's definitely coming soon. And um, we're partnering with uh, Black Abbey. We're collabing with them to to create it. So I'm excited. Um, ben and Alicia, like a dope-ass people. And they're... Shouts to Carl. Yeah, Carl, you know. If you need terrible dad jokes, turn to Carl. Definitely Carl. <laughs> um, <laughs> love you, man. <laughs> Isaiah, you too. We love you too. Um, you know, so it's, I wanted us to have that just as a, you know, uh, research. Exactly. You know, R and D. But I didn't grab the right thing, which also works for me because damn that popped on me a little bit. Ooh, that was tasty. Um we have Black Calder. Is uh again bougie s'more stout. It's a stout with graham crackers, dark chocolate, marshmallow, and peanut butter. I did oh. get a little peanut butter on there. Nine percent. This is Ooh. black owned. Boy, that thing pouring. I love the can. It's like an all black can, y'all. Yeah, so they got this all black like matte can. It's, it's like fire. The can is just sexy. I might ask to keep this. <laughs> can it's, I have this can? Yeah, I did. Yeah, you can have the can. It's, <laughs> it's sexy, so that's cool. It's like yeah, and it's like gold, like their logos in gold, but it's like a glossy gold. And it's just sexy. Like, I can't describe it any other way. It's just sexy as hell. (laughs) Yeah. So, if we're talking about can art that kind of attracts black people, they they definitely, they Mm -hmm. definitely got it. That aroma, though, is that aroma. (laughs) That's all I can say about it. Like, that aroma is hidden. Yo, when it splashed on me and I got a little bit of that, um, I got the graham cracker on the front. I just, like, Took it off my hands in a sense. Like, <laughs> um, they licked it off my hands. Don't judge me. That was a good little taste. So I'm I'm about to take my my first sip. Let me. Yeah, let's check that out. I gotta sure. I sniff it. I, I got I'm getting a graham cracker. 
Yeah, Graham Cracker all on, on the, the room yeah. for sure. Ooh. Ooh. This is bougie. I can see why they call it bougie. I need my pinky. I hold it up. And go to uh, because be a it's part not, of Jack and Jill. So what I love about <laughs> it is it's not overly sweet. Mm-mm. It's, um, look, can I see the can again? I want to see. You feel the 9% in this. Yeah, I get that peanut butter. The peanut butter um, on the back end. Yes, yes, most most definitely. Peanut butter on the back end for sure. Um, and it's not over. None of it is overwhelming. It all blends perfectly. It's, it's well done. It's well brewed. Every adjunct like goes hand in hand with each other, and it finishes how you expect it to finish. There's no surprises, good or bad, with it. You're like, yeah. Oh, you got this? We got graham cracker on the front end and peanut butter. It's almost as if they put the ingredients in order of what you're going to taste. Yes. Or smell to taste. Yeah, because the dark chocolate is what coats the whole... Like, it definitely coats your tongue. It definitely dipped in (laughs) dark chocolate for sure. The marshmallow comes through just... um, It takes the edge off, if you will. It Mm -hmm. adds like a nice little little finish. Um, My only nitpicky thing, I was like, how did you do the marshmallow flavor to it? Or was it vanilla bean? Is it lactose? Or is it is lactose? It's vanilla bean? Or is it actually marshmallow, marshmallow fluff? Yeah. Like, that's a good question. Calder, if you hear this episode, let us know. Yeah, okay. I like this, Calder. So, I'm a, um, I'm, a, I'm actually planning a trip up there. No, wait, no, this, not, this is Michigan. I'm not planning a trip to Michigan. Planning a trip to Ohio. I feel like we have a Michigan beer every few episodes. We might need to do a road trip up there. Oh, I want to go to Michigan. I'm just planning a trip for the for the Black Beer Experience group. Yeah, 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 you can have a can. Uh, for the Black Beer Experience group, that's gonna be a, mm-hmm. a fun experience. Going to some black-owned breweries in Ohio. I got I got confused with my states, and that's gonna be a. You know, having a um, going to support the black-owned breweries, mm-hmm. having everybody just coming together and drinking and turning up <laughs> on a on a beer level, because I feel like beer turn up is a little different than like an alcohol turn up. Yeah. Um, that's 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 where my head is with it. So I that's gonna be fun, but. This Michigan trip, I'm totally down for that. We I'm ready. That for sure. Look, I'm ready to bust moves, man. I think everybody's ready to bust <laughs> yes, moves. Yes, yes. This weekend, we went when we went to uh, Crazy Gnome. Like more power to them. I like to see that they, you know, that they're uh, getting customers and you know busy. We got we had to sit outside, which a uh, preference for us. I mean. And this at this time, uh, it's definitely a preference because I'd rather sit outside and enjoy the outdoor space when applicable. Right, me too. Me too. Uh, and I think everybody's ready to bust a move. Uh, you said you w- went to New Heights. I went to New Heights and Beard Iris and thick both jumped the, the, the thick. <laughs> but like everybody was pretty much outside, so I was like, oh okay, like people are goddamn ready, like whether. We are ready or not, people do not care. Yeah. <laughs> like, they want to get out so bad. They wasted all 2020 in the house. 
2021. They're like, this shit, we're going to be outside 2021. I don't care. I don't. I think uh, there's definitely COVID fatigue. Yes. Um, I'm ready to get my vaccine. And a fever pitch right now. Yeah, I'm ready to get vaccinated. Me too. And... Once we're able to do that, I already know, like, the summertime is about to be popping. And you're just going to have to figure out your level of comfort. Yes. There's going to be some people who still stay in the house. And I hope that you get beer delivered and all of that. There are going to be some people who won't go anywhere without a mask. That's going to be me. There's going to be some people who are just ready to no mask it. Fuck the world. I'm just out here. You know, doing me. Do what I want. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, you know, those people are going to exist. Um, I don't like those people for real. Yeah, like, overall. Um, I think everybody should be rocking with a mask. And, like, if, especially if you... I'm, I'm going to be vaccinated and rocking with a mask. So, I'm ready to go to a festival. I'm, now... I'm the same, right? I'm being yeah. vaccinated. And I was just even talking to my girlfriend. I was like... I might just keep wearing one when it's like high allergy flu season. Because while wearing one now, I have yet to have any other sickness. Yeah. Like I've been healthy. I always struggle with like allergies personally myself. Haven't had not nary a sniffle. That's (laughs) great. Like That's great. Not nan sniffle at all. I'm ready to be. So I'm not ready for... I'm not ready for full, uh, full attendance. Me neither. Yeah, that's the part. I'm not ready for full attendance. So I still, you know, as we're easing into larger groups, it'll be like halfway. It'll be halfway through. It'll be. Yeah, I, I think it will be like halfway through, and um, I mean, really not not halfway through half attendance and I can make that happen with my mask on and long as I'm hanging with people I love like I'm so ready to go to a really um oh what is I'm ready to go to any music festival honestly like I want to see Ari Lennox on the stage I want to see Jasmine Sullivan on the stage is I'm just ready to experience that, and I'm cool with having a full mask situation. What I don't want is to have. I'm also willing to pay a little bit more than I would typically pay to help you cover those expenses to not have the full capacity of a festival because I don't need all those people there. What I need is. Some good music, a section. Um, do I want like a dome? Uh, I don't know. I don't. I don't know if I would want. Um, I don't know if I want to pay for like a six six by six area though. No, I would. Y'all, it's real. It's real. I want to pay for a six by six area to go to a festival. Like I like. Oh yeah. You know. Like, <laughs> Uh, like you know, I just I just pay, I'll pay a little more. I'll pay a little more for a ticket. I would definitely not even argument. I'll pay a little more for a ticket for y'all not to be at full capacity. Oh yeah, for sure. I feel like I saw something on Twitter. I think somewhere in the UK they had an outside festival, but they had these pods 
So you and your friends can be in these pods, but like yeah. you're not touching anybody else. Yeah, you're not that close. That's why I wasn't sure if I would. I wasn't sure if I would do that though. And it depends on the. I can't remember the number, but it was like. Well, it depends on the. It depends on how the pod is set up. Yeah, because it was I just need a to be able like a square. Like I don't know the measurements, but like it was just like a square. I was calling it six by six, but you know, it was somewhere. I can't yeah, even but find I understand, the post so, anywhere, so I'm not even gonna try to look for it. But that it like blocking off that area where I stand, I think I would be good with that. Like don't don't come in my boundaries of my tape. Right. <laughs> um, if I order drinks, just drop it off at my little opening. I will pull it in for our friends. Yeah, or someone on my friend group. We'll bring it in and make it share that way. 2021, I'm not ready to go back to quote-unquote normal. No. Mm -hmm. We need to figure out a way to make things comfortable, but I am ready to take those steps to... Right. Would that mean multi-day events? That are usually one-day events? Like a festival that's one day, maybe make it two days? Two... I think you. I think some two day opportunities would be um, would be good. And the question is, will that work for, uh, you know, will that work for music? You know what I'm saying? Like you got to pay the people for two days. I think celebrities are gonna have to bite the bullet a little bit as well. Yeah, because y'all need to get out as bad as we want to get out. Yeah, so. you're too, you know, and and again, just for 2021, like don't think that you can get this celebrity this in 2022 at the same price you got them in 2021. But I feel like celebrities and musical celebrities, I'm talking, mainly talking about music uh, festivals. Musicians and stuff, yeah. Yeah, I, I feel like they need to have a little bit, of, offer a little bit of grace on their pi- on their price. Oh, yeah. And so, no, you can't charge the full amount because... The people aren't ready for it, so therefore the the uh, festival can't pay you it, and so like there has to be a collaboration just this year, because twenty twenty two I feel like we can bust you everybody gonna be busting it wide open. I'm yeah. still gonna have my mask on in twenty twenty two, yeah, but I'm gonna be everywhere in twenty twenty two because I'm gonna be vaccinated and um same here, <laughs> same here. Will I be what? vaccination of like will I be vaccinated every year I don't know I don't know if I but, need to be like but it depends on, it depends I on will be personally yeah like. <laughs> I don't do I don't do flu vaccines for real cause they oh, like it change and I'm trying to like catch up to the and it nah oh yeah I'm a flu vaccine vaccinator for sure just like knock on wood and I'm not gonna knock cause I don't wanna uh, have to edit this part but knock on wood um I haven't gotten sick, like even a common cold for real, and like forever. My immune system is pretty dope, so I don't want to. I don't. I'm like, right. <laughs> I'm like, why would I break that? Like, I literally haven't gotten sick on my own in years, and I'm talking like I haven't had the flu since I was 12 for real. But um, even like a common cold, I haven't really had one of those in probably 20 years. So I suffer from allergies really bad. The the so. when I moved up to Nashville, I had some, some of the worst allergies because I'll get ear infections, and they were like, "Damn, you getting a lot of ear infections." I'm like, "What the fuck?" But I end it end up even out evening out for me. Yeah, being for, like we're both from Atlanta, like I I have allergies. Yeah, <laughs> like 
I advertise Claritin when the seasons start to change because if I don't, I'm I'm got yeah by by the weather. Like I will get sick. So like I take the flu vaccine so I don't get got by the flu vet by the flu. <laughs> Allergies, like I even thought about like whatever the process is, because I know you can get your sinuses removed. I get bad sinus infections too, mm, okay. so I get all the sicknesses. That's my I'm brother not, right there. Yeah, if I if I don't act at the right time, gotcha. It's a wrap every time. Yeah. I'm like, oh my sinuses started to hurt, but I think I'm fine. Tomorrow, yeah. that next day when I have that conversation with myself, I'm fucking sick. Every yeah. time. See, Every time. <laughs> so it's hard it's hard for me to like when I don't actually get sick to be mm-hmm. like, Oh, I need a vaccine. You know, I've been like we were in New Orleans when that shit popped off and we came back and we didn't get sick. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't right. know if I was a carrier, that was that's a whole nother level, but um but I was in the mix and I didn't get sick and I like I'm thankful. I'm not trying to minimize any of this. I believe in vaccines and all of that good stuff. It's just uh, the reason why I don't typically get them is like, if I'm not getting sick, why would I go? It's a fair argument. I think a lot of people get upset about that is because like people roast one way or the other. If you don't get it, you're like, you're a heathen. Yeah. You don't like, you don't care about anybody else. But if you get it, you're like, oh, you scared? You're a sheep. So people have that like adversarial conversation rather than be like, okay, I get why you don't get it. But don't get upset somebody else got it. I just don't like when people use those bullshit ass reasons. For me, I and you might consider my reason for not getting the flu vaccine a bullshit ass reason. But on COVID, when they're like, the government does this. I'm like, the government didn't give us the vaccine last time. That was the issue. If they're saying, here, I want to give you the vaccine and everybody's getting the vaccine, then maybe it might be all right. You might want to get the vaccine. So, but fuck COVID. Everybody got has fatigue. I'm ready to be over this shit. Yeah, about we also we want to do live swig shows like right. We want to bring in some people that that's not beer drinkers and start introducing them beer and just have those conversations. And in order for us to really do that, we need COVID to like go the fuck away, go away <laughs> go as home. much as possible. Go Please home, bro. Go home, Roger. Please and thank you. So <laughs> as we wrap this shit up. I wanted to bring up the movies. Yes. So, Coming to America is dropping on Friday. Yes. Coming to America 2. I'm sorry. Coming to America 2. Coming to America is one of my favorite movies. That shit was fucking hilarious. If you don't, if, like, white people listening, if you haven't watched Coming to America, do that. Yes. Number one... If you're a smoker, you like to get high, whatever kind of it's the high perfect you like. High to, movie. It's a hilarious it's the high, movie. high movie. It's not a silly high movie. It's just a good it's high good. movie. Yeah, <laughs> it's fucking good. <laughs> yeah, and then support support black movies, and on so on Friday, Coming to America Two is dropping. Which, again, watch Coming to America 1 so you can understand what the movie is about. Refresh yourself. Uh, (laughs) Coming to to America, like, you might understand some of the black jokes that we might make. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? When we mention McDougal's, you'd be like, what? Not frugal McDougal's. Nah, nigga. Not the chicken spot on uh, in Hillsboro or or by Vanderbilt. We ain't talking about that. 
you so you you definitely want to want to watch the first episode and then on the on the flip side of it um coming into Friday watching coming to America too but so we'll we'll be talking about coming to America too on a upcoming episode um it's going to be I'm excited about it. Oh, I'm hi. really, hi, I'm hi. thinking I might dress up. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I, I might dress up. Um, I might have to find something to whatever, you know, that might, that might be the case. But did you watch One Night in Miami? I did. Yo. I did. That was beautifully shot, beautifully acted, beautifully Regina written. King, sis. Regina King. Regina hey, King. Head. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I'm just kidding, girl. I'm just, I'm just kidding, man. Love you. Everybody got that celebrity. Uh, <laughs> got that celebrity crush. You know what I'm saying? Can, is that your? Is that your one? You know. Yep. But Regina King is dope. She direct produced and directed it. Um, mm-hmm. Definitely directed it. And it's beautiful. So it was this, so beautiful. I'm sorry, but like that shit was so. Yeah, beautiful. this movie was about um, Malcolm X. Uh, Muhammad Ali, Muhammad Ali, Sam Cook, Sam Cook, and uh, Jim Jim Brown, Jim Brown, yes, and like these four men were in different, kind of in the same stage, and they talk about it in the movie, but like the same stage in their career, in a sense, outside of Sam Cook, who wasn't looking for the white man's dollar, right? Uh, <laughs> but like Sam was popular, they were both like all of them like. Either like at the high of their career, or like one this quote unquote viral moment for that time period yeah. away from getting to where they were. I think they all were at the height. Um, they were at the 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 ceiling breaking stage. I know we typically use ceilings with women, but like the uh, with black people in general, there's the, there's this other ceiling that exists. There's many of us. Yeah, right, right. But, you know, that's where they were with things. And they were getting their notoriety. They they had, you know, they had bitches. You know what I'm saying? Like, they were, they were, they were right on the cusp. And they were was, popping. That's it was it. beautiful to see these black men interacting, holding each other accountable. Um joking on each other and so they just oh, they were flaming the fuck out of each it other it was really <laughs> this one night in miami was really about now when you think about one night in miami you can't think about it in 20 2021 no terms. king of diamonds type shit yeah no. yeah you can't think about it like that but one um, night of miami that changes the history of black people it did like it did that that was the that's the that was really the catalyst for sam cook's change gonna come not that he hadn't written written it already but to release it release it and people understand the context of it all that stuff and even with like muhammad ali becoming muhammad ali he was a cash oh yeah he was cash clay and that was like Uh, the right up until that moment like you got like Cash's ex behind, yeah, it was like you got behind that door finally of like mm-hmm. how he go from Cash's to Muhammad Ali. Yeah, you heard about it, like oh he was sticking up for it, but like you heard the nitty gritty, dirty work he had to do. I don't even call it dirty work, but like for the sake of conversation, dirty work. It was like 
you had to do things that were outside of your comfort zone to become Muhammad Ali. Yeah. Like, he almost didn't come Muhammad Ali until, like, this one night in Miami, literally. (laughs) (laughs) It really was, like, the the catalyst for it. That was the trigger. I mean, he had already been moving towards that, but that was, like, the switch, I would say. Right. He could have gone switched all the way back just to be an athlete, and that's it. No, he would have never just been an athlete. That man was, but I, I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying, but he was just so much more. But, or he wouldn't have gone over that hill. You know what I mean? But yeah, so I, I would, I loved One Night in Miami. I need to see that win awards. I need to, mm-hmm. I need to see that, get the accolades it deserves. Yeah, and you got to awesome. know the story. You got to know the history to feel it. If right. you don't know it and you read it, and you might get something different. But to if you know, know what's going on. That was 1964. Yeah. And within the next year, two of them were gone. Yeah. Sam Cooke died, I want to say maybe later that year in 1964, but definitely by 1964. Malcolm X was like a few days and later. Yeah. Like all like, of this. It was, it was. Um, that's got, like, I loved, uh, like hear like like those events of like you knowing something bad is about to happen to you how do you keep going forward and that's what Malcolm X did like you could see those moments where like he knew they were like I thought you were in the brotherhood you know to death and he was like we gonna find out and my man found out right I was like that made I was like damn I like I like what does that feel like leading up be like I know I'm doing things right, but like I don't get to see it. Mm-hmm. How to like? I want to know the feelings behind that. Yeah. And like, how do you deal with that? Leading up, like you knowing your demise could come at any second. How are you living? How are you thinking? How are if you, you talking? If you are, if you believe in your message, and if you believe in your um your efforts, then you know. He, you see, you can see yourself as a martyr, and that's what he did. That was the comment, you know. He made a comment about, uh, I'm not, I don't know the quote, but you know about being a martyr. And then two days later, he was dead. So, and that's when he came to fame for real. People knew Malcolm X, and they heard him, his words, and all of that. But once he had that autobiography published, yeah, you know, um, that's when he became. He people understood his plight. Yeah, his plight. And then the <laughs> the movie I already watched was uh, the other movie. Um, I care a lot. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so Whew. I care a lot. I found I didn't know who. It, so okay, I probably we probably should have gave. There might be some spoilers in here. We try not. I don't feel like I gave any spoilers. It's gonna be some accidental spoilers. We're gonna put that. One here night now. in Miami. I didn't. I don't think we gave any spoilers. And because it was yeah, a conversation. That's a historical movie. So if you know your history, you kind of know the outcome. Yeah, you so. like, and nobody died in that movie or nothing like that, right? So it was just literally one night. Go listen to the conversation. But one, uh, the I care a lot. That shit was uh, interesting. I enjoyed that movie, but I didn't know who to root for. Typically in a movie, mm, you okay. see what I'm saying? Like typically in a movie, you like, oh no, I'm rooting for them. I'm like, oh wait. There you, was, you it tra- was hard to say who was the bad guy. 
in the beginning, I was still like, free the old lady, like, you know, because you're doing some dirty shit, bitch. But, um, who, who had her captured? But the guy who was trying to get her released, I'm like, you doing just this dirty stuff. And I still feel like this old lady need to be released. But y'all got a lot going on right now. You it's know what I'm saying? It's a lot of foolery. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, I know I'm the same way. I'm like, is everybody just, like, it's one of those, like, sociological questions. Is everybody inherently good or everybody inherently evil? Everybody was inherently evil in that bit. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and it paid back but it makes end. you think like which inherent evil do I want to deal with right do I want it as advantageous towards me or do I want it advantageous for protecting people but I gotta get dirty to protect these people that's the question like do I want to protect people in a dirty way but I'm is it is it protecting you though was is he protecting Exactly. That's that's literally the question I'm asking. I'm like, was he protected? I don't. Yeah, it started running the gamut. I don't know. I wasn't. So, I'm not like, sure he was. He was protected. The way I won't say anything, but like the way it ended, I was surprised by because I had another thought how it was supposed to end. Yeah. Because the main character, like Icarus and Daedalus, like they fly too close to the sun. She was. Flying way too close to the sun. It's like, something's going to happen. But the way it ended, I'm like, oh, shit. I f- forgot about this part. Well done, movie writers. Well done. <laughs> so, I I can't say. I don't know if it was well done for me. The like that, The movie just, like, changed course. It took a hard left turn. A like, couple how, times. Yeah. A couple times. <laughs> like... It I was like, it's going to go this way. Oh, you over here. And then it came back. <laughs> I appreciated the movie. And it was fun to watch because it was something that I hadn't necessarily seen before. Mm-hmm. It might have been done before, but I ain't seen that movie that did it, right? So, um, I like, I appreciate it. I would, I would definitely suggest people to watch it. Because um, it's not a bad movie at all. No, not at all. It's just going to be like, you just going to sit there and you... Uh, if you're anything like me, you didn't know where where to place your like where to place your loyalty. Um, That's real. And then you like wait. Even if you did place your loyalty, you like wait. No, this is bad. Don't do that. You find yourself maybe switching and shit. <laughs> so it had me all over yeah, the place. Yeah. It was not a movie. It was it. You know, it didn't follow the traditional way of. I think that's why you know, I loved it. It was like, and and that is why I'm, I loved it. But it definitely left me with a like, but okay, I, it just let me confused. It, it was confusing at different times because like I don't know who that's I should the be. That's a good movie for me. It was yes. like, I think so, I don't want to predict a movie. Yeah, like, I knew Shining the Marvels if it was going to do this by the end of the movie. Yeah, I would rather be like, I think she's going to do. This. Oh shit! Oh, Shining did that. Oh, you do not. God damn. Okay. Okay, Sean. That's what's up. I feel you. I feel word, you. Word, word. Well, I would definitely suggest um, catching one night in Miami. Everybody, like, take some time. Please. Two Please. hours out your evening and watch one night in Miami. Just get a different aspect of, like, what it is to be a black man during that time. But... Those kind of even that relates to even like now, right? Right, this, like being brave enough to take hold of a movement, knowing where like 
a movie that's bigger than you. And you're still doing what you're doing. Or even why and and even why uh some you might get pushback from pushback from black people. Mm-hmm. There might it like if you really oh if you really watch that movie with an open mind, you might understand why you get some pushback from exactly. black people in different in different you know in your workplace or whatever, um, and them just not you know taking it at face value, but uh, and then if y'all watching coming to America. Hit me up on IG. I want to know your thoughts. Yeah, same uh, here. Hit, up, <laughs> hit us up. Yeah, like let's let's talk about it. Like, oh, right. Hit me on a swig, on a swig podcast. Um, at on IG at swig the swig podcast. Fuck, yes. I'm drunk. The, the swig podcast. Yes, I'm drunk. I had a lot to drink <laughs> yesterday, y'all, and then I was drunk. Yeah, I, I had was, mimosas this morning, so. I was already drunk starting this thing, and then he wanted to open beers on our pre-show where we got and just getting things together. And now I'm here drinking ten percenters and stouts and shit, and I'm feeling good. She's in my world now. <laughs> so <laughs> I got my fantasy glove on. <laughs> hit Snap. us on the Swig Podcast. You can find me at the Black Beer Experience. You can find me at the Bearded Brother. And um. Like, yeah, man, just I want to know what y'all think about coming to America, too. And if you are a brewery and you want to show your receipts, I would love to share them on our platform. I would love to share, like, why you might not have given 100 percent. Like, help me, like, help us understand, help us understand. understand And, um, yeah. And like we like we might call you we calling you to the carpet right now, but. We really just want to get in the mind of a or, uh, a a company that did not um, follow the rules. Mm. <laughs> what follow rules? Not follow it's the like rules. I'm cool with not following the rules. Just help me un- help us understand. That's really what what it is. But um, we appreciate y'all listening. Yes, we love you, of course, always and forever. Y'all be easy. Peace. Peace. Lift your glass to the Swig Podcast and keep toasting. Uh. Take a swig.